I wouldn't be in a hurry just to get on any old stage. Instead, make sure that you pick your stages and that they have the right audience. And how are you going to know if you haven't been an attendee and been in the audience to meet them? Welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm RV Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host today for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. This is a very different podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about how to become a million dollar speaker, how to reach millions, and how to make millions. And today, I have a very special topic for you, and that is how to get on other people's stages without being obnoxious. That's right, how to get on other people's stages without being obnoxious. Now, I've been in this business for over 30 years, and I can't tell you the number of times that I have had people approach me and ask to be on one of my stages. People that I've never met, people that I've never heard of. And normally they don't come up and talk to me personally. They send me emails. So I want to share with you how you can get on these stages without making those mistakes. Because of course, it didn't rub me the right way. Instead, it made me not want to get to know them and not invite them. So Getting on other people's stages is so important as a speaker, especially a million-dollar speaker, especially if you want to reach more people and different people than maybe you've been reaching on your own. So it's really important to get on other people's stages. So I'm going to share with you right now five ways that you can get on other people's stages without being obnoxious. So... The number one way is what I call stage grace, stage grace. These five ways are stage grace. Number one is to become an attendee. That's right. I know it sounds simple, but you'll be surprised how many people ask to be on my stage that have never even attended the event. So don't do that to people. They deserve your attendance. They deserve you knowing a little bit about the event. And you do too. Maybe it's an event that you don't want to belong to or believe in or be on. Maybe you don't want to associate with the people. Not all stages are equal. I wouldn't be in a hurry just to get on any old stage. Instead, make sure that you pick your stages and that they have the right audience. And how are you going to know if you haven't been an attendee and been in the audience to meet them? So number one, become an attendee of the event before you ever ask to be invited. Number two, become a sponsor. Event hosts like myself, we love sponsors. Sponsors give us money 
Of course, they get their own visibility. They get a sponsor booth oftentimes. They get notoriety. They get loved on. They get introduced. There's a lot of benefits to becoming a sponsor and actually paying for that sponsor spot. Now, there is also something that's called a speaker sponsor. They pay a little bit more and they get to speak oftentimes on the main stage, maybe at a VIP lunch, pre-event. There's lots of places that a speaker sponsor can speak. So think about that. It's a great way to get on the stage and or build rapport with a host so that maybe you'll get on stage the next time. Now, if you don't have money to be a sponsor, then become a volunteer. That's right. Number three is to become a volunteer. Help with the back of the room. Help with the registration. There's lots of ways that you can help, whether it's a live event or even a virtual event. There's always something to do. Again, this will help you to meet the audience, meet the crowd, get the information, see what the training is, and to even see if you want to be a part of it. So number three is become a volunteer. And number four, become an affiliate. Now, typically an affiliate is someone who has their own link. They will promote the event and they get a percentage of the door sales. So you can make up to 50%. So this is a way that you can make some money and get people in to the event. And again, hosts love this because if you get people into their event, especially if you get 10 or 20 people, they're going to love you. You're going to get money, but they're going to recognize you. And oftentimes they will recognize you from the stage. So it's a really big deal and very fast way to get recognized and to possibly get that opportunity for the following year or following event. Now, here's another spin on becoming an affiliate. Sometimes you can become an affiliate and not be a commission-based affiliate. So this is what I'm talking about. So one time there was a stage many years ago that I wanted to be on. So I asked the individual, we were sharing a stage in Las Vegas, and I knew he was having an event coming up. And so I asked him if I could be on the stage, but I'm face to face with him. We already shared a stage together. So we did have some rapport. So I went to him face to face and I said, hey, I'd love to speak on your event. If you have any openings, I'd love to give some value to your audience. And he said, well, if you can bring, he said, all of his speaker spots are taken. But if you can bring five people to the event and the event was in San Diego, California, then if you bring five people to the event, you can have a panel spot. Now, as a speaker, we'll take, we'll take all public spots if it's the right event. And this particular event was a speaker event. And of course, I wanted to be at that event and be known in the room as that speaker trainer. So I got not only five, but I got six people to the event and I waited till they checked into the event to make sure that they came so that I could secure my spot on the panel. And of course, he was gracious. It was a win-win. And again, that's a way that you can get on the speaking 
platform right away. Bring people, do some sort of an exchange. So again, bring people to the event. Uh, hosts love that, love it. Number five is become a student. Become a student. Maybe the event that you're going to or that you're interested in, maybe they have a mastermind program that you can join. Maybe they've got a workshop that you can join. But build that trust and rapport with the host by becoming a student of theirs. Get into their inner circle. Get into their mastermind. And I do this for my students. If they're one of my superstar students, in other words, they've came come through uh, several of my programs, or if they join my mastermind program from the Million Dollar Speaker Summit, which is a big annual three-day event that I put on, then they automatically get guaranteed a spot, a speaking spot on the main stage the next year. So that's a great way to get on stages. Now, if they can't be on this Million Dollar Speaker Summit the next year, they'll get on one of my other stages. But become a student. So these are five ways that you can be pretty much guaranteed that you're, you'll get on somebody else's stage. Number one, become an attendee. Right. Even if it's a podcast, you want to make sure that you listen to that podcast before you go and ask to be invited. So number one, become an attendee. Number two, become a sponsor. Number three, become a volunteer. Number four, become an affiliate, get people there. And number five, become a student. Now, I want to share with you some obnoxious behavior and what not to do what not to do. So those are the five things you need to do. But I want to also share with you what not to do. And that is never send your speaker one sheet. If you don't know this person, if you've never been to their event or done any of those five things, do not send your speaker one sheet and ask to be on stage through an email. Very, very rude. And it's going to end up, chances are, in the trash can if that that event host is any is is an experienced event host and have a has a popular event it might work for brand new events or brand new people, uh, but it doesn't typically work for an experienced host. Next one, number two, don't talk about you and your speech. Nobody wants to hear it. So if by chance. They did talk to you, did call you, did interview you. Do not talk all about your speech. Instead, ask them about their event. Be interested in their event, not for you to speak, but you need to get the information so you know if it's the right audience for you, if you can, in fact, add value. So ask a lot about the event. I always recommend people to ask how many times they've put on the event. Find out what the track record is. Find out how many people are going to be there and find out about what the value is that the overall event will provide. Ask don't ask the wrong questions either. Ask the right questions. Don't ask the wrong questions 
because they could be insulting. So if you are going to ask those special questions, make sure you're saying them in the in the right way. Like, oh, how many people do you typically get? Don't say, well, how many people are going to get there? Right. How many people are you going to have? It's like none of your business. Right. So make sure you're asking the right questions in the right way. And again, it's easy to do if you just act like you're interested in the event and participate. I've had people that were going to um, be a sponsor or something, and I really wasn't quite sure if I really wanted them to represent my event. But once I got to talking to, talking to them and once they you know, we're interested and shared and and that it, it seemed like a really good fit. So remember, you need to do the interviewing just like they are interviewing you. So make sure you are asking the right questions in the right way. And the last one, number four, is don't beg or bother. Don't beg or bother. In other words, don't continually send emails asking, and I've had people that do this. I've even had speaker managers do this. They're probably the worst and that they keep pushing that person, pushing that person. And, and I've, you know, responded and I just said either, you know, we're full or most of the time at million dollar, I say, it's you know, only my students speak. I speak and my students speak, but some people won't take no for an answer. So don't let that be you. Be gracious and ask instead, how can I help you? I know it's really stressful and challenging sometimes to put on a big event. How can I help you? And let them tell you, they will forever remember that. So those are the four ways uh, not to do. Those are four behaviors and what not to do. So do not send your speaker one sheet through an email or ahead of time. Do not talk about you and your speech when you do get that interview. And do not ask the wrong questions, but instead ask the right questions the right way and do not beg or bother. Now, what are the advantages? You might say, wow, getting on a stage is really hard. Why should I do that? Because here's some advantages of speaking on other people's stages. It costs you little or no money as far as an investment, unless you're the sponsor the year before. It's little or no money investment. Now, there are paid to speak options, which I have not talked about because that's a whole nother ball game. But let me just mention it for those of you that have done that. And I don't mean a sponsor paid to speak. I just mean a flat out paid to speak. And I'm, it, can, it can range anywhere from as small as $500 to as big as $25,000 to get on somebody's stage and speak. Yes. Do people pay it? Yes, Yes, yes. It all depends. Who is it? A lot of big name people do this and they bring in 4,000 people. So if you're in front of 4,000 people and you can, you know how to close from the platform, you could uh, really make a lot of money from the platform by speaking. And even if you pay $25,000, you could get that back when you sold $100,000. So I wouldn't do it if it's somebody's first rodeo and I wouldn't do it if they uh, 
haven't had a track record of having a thousand people or more, but there are those options out there. But let me get back to the advantages of speaking on other people's stages. Normally, unless it's a paid to speak, it's little or no investment. Number one, number two, little or no marketing efforts. Sometimes they'll ask you to do an email in exchange, but sometimes, you know, the, it, you know, they don't. So it depends on the event. Little or no financial responsibility, right? Responsibility. And that means that, yes, you may pay for a sponsor. Yes, you may be affiliate, but you don't hold that financial responsibility of having to pay for the hotel or having to pay for the AV person or having to pay for the event planner or the musician or whatever it is that you hire to put on a great event. You're not responsible for that at all and paying those people. Little or no risk and risk meaning no risk of not only the payment, but no risk if something happens to one of the speakers, if it's a live event or something happens to the audience members, if it's a live event, you don't have any risk of that, of having a, any legal uh, obligation whatsoever, which I love. You could just show up, give your speech, you know, get the clients you know, build your database and you get to go home. Also, little or no drama, right? You're not going to be involved in that drama if there's some somebody that came in and they're acting, you know, like, um, like uh, I don't want to say any bad words, but if they are hard to handle or they're a heckler or they're a troublemaker or something like that, uh, you really don't have to deal with any of that and send that person out of the room or deal with any other kind of drama, drama with a hotel or, or any technical drama. Uh, so I love that part as well. The last one is little or no upfront time. If you're putting on an event and you're speaking at it, whether it's multi-speaker or not, you are putting on, you are investing a lot of time putting on that event. It is a big job. Let me tell you, I have done it for, for 18 years in my business alone. And it is a big job to put on an event so when you're speaking at somebody else's speaking, excuse me, at somebody else's event, you're going to practice, you're going to rehearse, you're going to prepare, and that's about the extent of it. You deliver your speech, you're going to do follow-up, and you're done. So I love, 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 love that. So those are some of the advantage. Little or no money investment, little or no marketing efforts, little or no financial responsibility, no risk no drama, and little or no upfront time. Love, love, love that. What are the big benefits? Big benefits is, again, as a speaker on somebody else's stage, you have a brand new audience. And you can use that stage to build your database, sell your products and services, if that's allowed by the host, gain more visibility in your market, generate leads, attract clients, high paying clients in some cases. And of course, you can just get a little more fame than you already have. All right. So now what are the best stages to get on? I've been on a lot of other people's stages, but the best stage to get on 
is your own. That's right. Creating your own stage and speaking on your own stage. Yes, there's more cost. Yes, there's more responsibility, but you are in control and in charge. And instead of a one hour speech or a 90 minute speech, you can take three days if you want to. So the best stage to speak on is your own. Now I have been creating stages for the past 18 years and hosting live events and now hosting virtual events. As a matter of fact, that is how I bought my house. I didn't have a house for, of my own for several years, 10 years, 10 years. And you know, in this day and age, in the marketplace, you have to have 20% down and houses are very, in Southern California, very, very expensive. So I had an event and I earned enough at that event. I sold over $100,000 in a weekend. And this was... Uh, 14 years ago now. So that gives you kind of a perspective. And I was able to have the down payment for my house. And I've been in it now for 14 years and it's almost paid for. So that's the benefit of getting, selling a lot from the stage, having your own event, paying off all your vendors. And then what you have left is a big big sum that you can do a lot with. So I encourage you to think about hosting your own event. Now to do this, you may need more training. I get that. And let me help you. Let me help you get that training. So if you are ready to learn more, I want to share with you my upcoming event called the Million Dollar Speaker Summit. This is my sixth year putting on the event, but it's my 18th year putting on live events, my second year putting this particular one on virtually. And it's called the Million Dollar Speaker Summit. It is three days of public speaking training with me. No other speakers except three of my students and one speaker sponsor. So, well, actually two speaker sponsors. So the Million Dollar Speaker Summit. In three short days, you are going to learn how to craft that persuasive presentation that sells, how to use stories as invisible selling, how to reach millions of people with your message, how to get more speaking engagements than you can handle, how to double your income and triple your time off, and how to make a difference and an impact with your words. So who is this for? It is for you. If you are listening to this podcast right now, I am talking to you. This is your time to get better at public speaking. So if you want to become, whether or not you want to become that million dollar speaker or not, whether or not you're already speaking or not, this will help you to become a better speaker. And wherever you are, whatever level you are, and you're going to learn how to grow your business with speaking, how to make that impact and how to reach more people. So the event is September 23rd, 24th, 25th, 2021. It's a Thursday through a Saturday. It's all day in Pacific time from nine o'clock till six o'clock. 
tickets are on sale now. They're only $97. Or you can become a VIP full access for $197. I don't know where you could go for speaker training. Three days with me, the master speaker trainer, for $197. It just ain't going to happen. Listen, I can't help you. You can come and listen to these podcasts and I can help you a certain amount, but I cannot help you the, you know, the, the, as much as maybe you need it or the, the more you're with me, the more I can help you. Let me put it that way, but I can't help you if you don't come to my event. That just is the way it is. I cannot help you if you don't get training with me. So come get more training, be with me, let me see you, let me meet you in almost virtual person for three days at this event, because it'll be another year before I do it again, and it'll be live. So come and see me at the Million Dollar Speaker Summit. All you have to do is go to milliondollarspeakersummit.com. That's it, milliondollarspeakersummit.com summit.com and grab your ticket now. And when you come, I want you to say, Hey, I heard it on your podcast. I'm here because your podcast, and I guarantee you, I am going to give you a special gift that only you are going to receive. So come and see me million dollar speaker summit. All right. So that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it because I enjoyed sharing it with you, how you can become a million dollar speaker and get on more stages without being obnoxious. This is RV Robinson signing off for now. I'll see you next week. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.